Welcome back to the Dad Chronicle. I'm your host. I'm Alex Albisu. This is episode 23. As always, go check out um, our website for other stories about fatherhood by going to thedadchronicle.com. All right. So today we have a, a, a familiar face of the show. This is Jamie. Jamie, say hi to the nice people. Hi, everybody. So you guys probably remember Jamie because he was my very first guest. Yeah, thanks on, for having me back. Yeah, you you were fantastic on the show. Um, you're you're family, so I was like, I gotta have him back on because um, I was kind of inspired to want to talk about a specific topic with you, and that is music. Now, before we really get into the topic of music and how it influences our kids and how we were influenced by it, um, let's uh, just do a quick recap of who you are. You mind reintroducing yourself? Yeah, sure thing. Um, I'm Jamie. I um, work in computer engineering for a living. I married my wife, Melissa. I have two kids, Ellie and Avery. They are six and four. And we just adopted a dog about a month ago. So we now have a dog and a cat, which is the the house is becoming increasingly chaotic. But yeah, right before that's that's how it goes. Yeah, right before we started recording, uh, we heard uh, what sounded like a how did you put it? Somebody using a handsaw upstairs? Yeah, it, it sounded like somebody was cutting boards with a handsaw, and I was like, Th- that cannot possibly be good. <laughs> I went upstairs, and he was literally chewing on the bottom of the coffee table, just like, arr, arr, arr. I was like, oh, come on, buddy. Boys will be boys. Yeah. Right? So uh, congratulations on the puppy. He is beautiful and oh, is thanks, a man. fantastic addition to your family. To your, uh, it, it makes sense that you guys have like the most beautiful dog in the world with the most beautiful family in the world. So yeah, he's pretty just, adorable. He is, right? Mm-hmm. He's like he's like that dog that you see in like doggy puppy commercials. I know. He looks like a picture from a brochure. Like he's got like perfectly floppy ears and like that little he, he does this thing now where when I ask him if he wants to go out, he kind of cocks his head like a fraction of an inch to the side. Oh, just exactly adorable like enough. Think, like you think a cartoon dog would do like yeah. a, <laughs> And also he you look at him and you're like, "Wow, that has to be fluffy fur." And then you pet him and you're like, "Yeah, that's really fluffy fur." Yeah. He's pretty cute. Oh, man. So Jamie is a fantastic role model. Um, As a father, I I love watching the way he interacts with his girls. It's beautiful. And uh, it is is an inspiration for me as a father of a daughter. And uh, so, you know, one of the things that you and I have always been passionate about is music. Absolutely. We've played music together for, God, as long as we've known each other, which I feel like is, I don't know, 10 years or something. Right. I think it might actually be longer than that now. Feels like it. Because we've way. known each other longer than I've been married. And next next June is my 10th anniversary. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah like it's a, crazy. Over a decade. Yeah. So we have been uh, in, you know, like we would get together and play music with friends and, um, you know, just kind of write our own songs, play covers and, uh, and this and that. And then one of the things that has really been fun to watch is the way that you um, play music with your kids. And that really has stemmed back to your upbringing with your mom. You've talked about in a previous episode, um, you'll know um, if you go back and listen to Jamie's story, that's the name of the episode, uh, the influence that his mother had. What we didn't really touch on was the influence that she had on you from a musical perspective and even her father, the musical influence that he had. Um, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like I feel like one of the things that I didn't realize until I got o- until I got older is that not everybody just had music in their house all the time. I thought that's how everybody was because when I was growing up, music was just there for everything. On on Christmas, we would 
get around the piano and sing Christmas carols. Whenever we were driving on long trips in the car, we'd put on music we could all sing to and all try to harmonize while we're driving. Every time we went to visit my grandfather, he'd you know get his guitar out and we'd drag the bass out and just start singing every song we could think of. And I thought that's how everybody did it, but apparently that's not a typical experience for most people. So it, it was just like a constant presence in my life the whole time I was growing up. Yeah, I wish kind of- I, I wish that that was like a norm in my life. Oh my god! But not to say that like my my parents, uh, my dad is pretty musically inclined. Like he he grew up kind of playing the guitar and the piano and stuff. And you go over. I'm, I'm pretty sure you've heard my grandmother play the piano, right? Probably at some point. Like she she's fantastic. They got a big grand piano over at my uncle's house, and she'll play like different music. She's from Cuba and like learned very classically how to play the piano. But I mean, we never did what you did. Like that is amazing. It was it was pretty nice. And in in retrospect, I I really have an appreciation for what that instilled in me. It's like a lifelong love of just having music in my life. And that's kind of what I'm trying to give my kids the same experience that I had of just the piano is always in the house. It's never off limits unless we have to be quiet for some reason. If you want to go play it, just go play it. I don't care. If you want to come down to my my studio in the basement here where I'm standing right now and want to play the guitar, you want to play the drums. Yeah, have at it. I just want it to be something that's always available. That's awesome. That's really cool. Now, your grandfather has a pretty cool story. You actually have his old guitar, don't you? I do. I do, yeah. It's uh, as near as I can tell. It's a 1945, I want to say, Gibson L7. It's a, an old classic Gibson archtop. That if you were to try to buy it now, it would cost a dang fortune. But um, he kept it in immaculate condition. It was like his. It was his pride and joy. Um, so yeah, I've got that behind me right now and I try to pull it out once at least every month or two to, to play it, to make sure it's still in good condition. Yeah. I've played it too. And I'm like, wow, this is in for, for what is almost what, okay. So the, I'm terrible with math. So over 70 years old, Yeah, that guitar is immaculate. Like you said. And the weird thing is that you don't realize how much instruments evolve over time until you play something 70 years old. And it's like almost a, a different instrument. It feels different. The The action on the neck is super high. The strings are all really hard to push down. They are, yeah. And and when you strum it, it doesn't like ring out because it was designed as a big band guitar. So you're supposed to, you know, like bang on it and strum it in punchy little chords to punch through a big band. It's not meant to play like a ballad on. It just doesn't work for that. Right. Um, it reminds me a lot of like when you were talking about how hard it is to kind of work stuff like stuff back then was just like, it was built like that. Like I think about my dad, um, still has his 66 Mustang. It was his very first car ever. That's awesome. And the clutch on that thing is so hard to push. Everything's manual (laughs) in that car, everything. And there was no such thing as power steering. No. And it reminds me. Power steering was turn it harder. Yeah. It's like your guitar is like a manual guitar. (laughs) It does not much. It does not have the luxuries that we have today. Um, You know, your mom was very influenced by your dad with her musical ability. She's she's just as talented, if not more talented than you are with music, just having a a musically inclined ear. That's something that that has always been um, very prominent. Like when we play music together, you're just like, oh, this is the thing and this is how you do it. Um, It's funny you should say that a musically inclined ear, because my mom and I have discovered over the years that we have really different musical abilities. We're we're definitely both musicians through and through but we have fundamentally different abilities when it comes to what we can do with an instrument she can sit down at a piano 
with a piece of music she's never seen before and managed to play her way through it. I simply can't do that. I, I would can't have either. To sit there and study it and learn it and figure out what it is. But if I hear a song on the radio two or three times, I can probably pick up a guitar and play it. And she's completely hopeless with that. She has no ability to learn by ear. And I, we each have skills that we wish the we had. It's a good you way know? to compliment each other, though, when you're playing those uh, those those Christmas ballads there on the, oh, on the yeah. piano. Oh, she- yeah. She can play along with the written music, and I'll just go, ah, I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> now, what was your grandfather like, um, you know, as your mom was growing up? What are some of the stories that you can tell about, Yeah, you know, your grandfather was in a band, and he was... Yeah, he, he was in, a like, a big band-style jazz band back during the Prohibition era, which I thought was super cool. So they yeah. would play in, like, speakeasies, the kind of places where... You'd have to bring the band in the back door, and you couldn't open the front door because the revenuers were going to come in and shut the place down, and <laughs> that kind of stuff. And he, his, for I think it was his first car that he had was actually a former Rum Runner, and it had like a whole bunch of mechanical problems because oh it had been ridden too hard to try to bootleg alcohol, <laughs> like all this crazy stuff. But yeah, he was he played trombone in a, a big band jazz band for, for years and years. And he was a barber shopper most of his life. That's part of where I picked it up from, singing barbershop. And my mom picked that up too. She was in, I think, Sweet Adeline's. She was a, a barber shopper for a long time. She went to Manhattan School of Music. She was a voice major, piano minor. So yeah, it it runs deep. <laughs> That's so cool, man. I love that. Now, what about your kids? So you, you mentioned that you're trying to take the same influence that you've had with growing up with a great, deep musical influence from your mom, your grandfather. Um, what has that, how has that translated to your kids and the type of music that, that maybe they have been playing? Well, it started out with me just saying, hey, these instruments are here. Why don't we play around and just try to play songs together? And, of course, the first thing they want to play is whatever they know. So we played, like, Let It Go about 300 times. Um, I let them play the guitar that I had when I was a little kid, which is like a three-quarter size acoustic. So it's a little easier for them to play. And they have a kid-sized drum set that they can play along with. And Ellie now insists on playing the big drums. And uh, But, yeah, it's mostly – it started out with playing – Disney music. And it's funny, as they got older, Ellie still wants to play songs she already knows and a few songs that she hasn't heard. But Avery is the one who's like strangely really into grown up music. Like she loves Lady Gaga. She loves Billy Joel. Um, at one point, I got them both really obsessed with dubstep for some reason. So, <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, I played a song because it was stuck in my head. It was like a Skrillex song. And I was like, this song stuck in my head. And Avery was like, this is great. And they <laughs> both get up and they were having like a hardcore dance party. I'm like, all right, sure. Let's go with it. I love it. <laughs> that was a period of about six months where we listened to a lot of dubstep. Now, what instruments do you think that they're going to play? Well, that's a hard one. I, th- I think if I had to guess, Avery's probably a drum kind of girl. That she makes like, sense. <laughs> she likes she likes rhythm. She likes to hit yeah. stuff. Yeah. She, she likes the kind of really whole body experience that is drumming. I think Ellie will probably gravitate more toward either eventually the guitar or more likely probably the piano. Yeah, I could see the piano with her. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm trying to figure out ways to to bring Aria into the whole music thing, you know, at a, at a very young age. You know, I sing to her and um, and we'll actually talk about singing to our kids here in a second. But, um, you know, I sing to her and she really gravitates like she loves it when when we sing to her. It's so funny. And just singing simply like I like to eat 
eat, eat apples and bananas. That puts a huge smile on her face, and she loves it. She also loves the Ohio State fight song. It's really, (laughs) really funny. The first time that we heard her verbally cackle and laugh out loud was when we sang that fight song because she was so excited about it. It was so funny. That's Um, hilarious. Yeah, and then, I mean, other... I'm trying to think of like other songs like uh, that we sing to her, but I don't know if you guys have done the thing that we did, but we would try to sing like you know when they're really little, you want to lull them to sleep, so you're singing every lullaby you can think of, and then you run out of lullabies, so you start singing like Christmas songs. <laughs> oh <laughs> that, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Always, I would go through Jingle Bells and Deck the Halls. And yeah, like so anything I could think of. So first of all, Elmo's World, everything is after Jingle Bells in that okay. show. Elmo's world. Freaking Elmo's world. <laughs> but then also we put her to bed with like um we do Apple music with the uh uh what is it? The the Rockabye Baby soundtracks. Yeah, so, we had the Beatles one of those. Yeah, so so you hear like Hey Jude and then you also hear like Green Day. And so I'm sitting there like singing to her as as like basket cases. Do you have the time? to listen to me whine <laughs> like i'm just like <laughs> like trying to be as soft and gentle with like a hardcore punk rock song <laughs> throughout the whole th- it's so funny that's pretty great yeah so uh, have you guys explored the the rockabye baby stuff beyond the beatles no we never really got too much into that i i kind of just defaulted to whatever song i could think of and i would just try to sing gently at first but now that they're older they know songs so they specifically request songs and they have this weird obsession with Jingle Bells and Jingle Bell Rock. They ask Alexa to play both of those about a hundred times if we don't unplug her. Oh, really? So, yeah. It's an <laughs> ongoing problem. Now, you actually wrote songs for the girls before they were born. Isn't that right? I did, yeah. It was, it was something that I, I feel like it was something that I could give to them that was really personal, that it was something that only could have come from me. And that's why I wanted to do that for him. So Ellie's I had actually written mostly was done before she was born. And I finished it up like a couple of days before she ended up coming. And Avery's was about three quarters done when she was born. And then I finished it about a week later. So for their very early infancy, they each had customized lullabies that I could sing them. And they still they remember them well enough that if I sing them, they know which song is theirs. They can ask for their song and they can sing along with it most of the time now. So that was going to that's cool. really cool to see. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. If they like recognize the song and they know the words to the song. And is each Wait. song like different or have you yeah. kind of. OK, no, they're, they're totally different. Actually, one of them is written for uh, guitar. The other one's written for ukulele. Um, and it, it, Ellie asked for like, can you sing my song? But the way Avery asks is there's a line in it, something about where I mentioned like uh, tiny hands and a head full of hair. And she goes, can you sing the song with the tiny hands? Oh, she, she, she doesn't want her song. She wants the song with the tiny hands. And then when I sing the line, she goes, that was the tiny hands. I'm like, yes, Avery. Oh, that's yes, adorable. Avery is a I mean, you, you have two cute kids, but I'm like Avery's such a ham about it. I can only she imagine. She's a piece of work. <laughs> she cracks me up every day. It's so funny. Well, well, you know, something else that's really funny is what you guys do when your wife, Melissa, leaves. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So generally, when Melissa's home, we're not listening to like just random music unless it's on in the background while I'm cooking or something. But when I was a kid, the thing that I always thought was the most fun was when you turned the music up where it felt like it was just a little too loud yeah. and you had a little too much fun. 
So when she's gone, sometimes I'll say, hey, girls, you want to listen to a song? Check this song out. And I'll play it, and I'll just keep turning the volume up. And they've gotten to the point now where they go, make it louder, no matter how loud I make it. <laughs> and we'll just have a dance party. Ellen and I had a dance party to, uh, oh, what was it? It was either Party in the USA or something. No, it was Ariana Grande, Break Free. Oh, really? <laughs> we, we made up a whole dance routine to it. And we, we showed Melissa when she got home. And she was like, you guys are ridiculous. That's and great. We, we do kind of the same thing when, when they're in my car, since Melissa has a van with a TV in it, so they watch movies in there, and my car doesn't have a TV. So they're like, well, what are we going to do? I said, well, let's just listen to the soundtrack from whatever you want to listen to. And we'll listen to that, and just like at home, the, I've figured out exactly how loud my stereo can play Moana in my nice. car. Love it. Spoiler well, alert, it's loud. <laughs> yeah, what, what's the song from Moana that they love? Uh, well, they Avery loves How Far I'll Go the you know basically moana's theme yeah yeah but the one that everybody gets in on is the uh the one you, you've seen moana right yeah okay the, the part when she goes into the cave and finds all the boats and hits the drum and she starts having the vision of like her ancestors oh yeah that song the one we're going away away yeah that's yeah. a great that's everybody that's a gets cool in on that one that's yeah. one of my favorites that's a cool movie man I, I like love that this movie. is a this is like a whole new world for me, Jamie. This is like, <laughs> I not to say that I wouldn't see Moana anyway because you know my family in Disney, but right. the, all the kids stuff and a new a new appreciation for kids stuff, it's fun to to dive into. Well, so. you're in at the right time. We're sort of in like a renaissance of kids movies because it it had a lull for a while there after the Disney Renaissance, and then it kind of got pretty bad again, but. Pixar kind of revived the whole thing, and now Disney Animation is really kind of taking up the torch with a vengeance. And yeah, they're, they're making some really good movies. It's really good, and and you know on that on that theme, um, what do you think is ha- has to be like the best music from like a kids show or like a Disney movie or whatever? Like, what what's the best song that you've heard so far from a purely kids show? Yeah, like stuff oh. that your kids are into. Well. I don't know if everybody's kids are into this, but my kids love Bill Nye the Science Guy. And their musical parodies on there are so on point. Did you watch Bill Nye when you were growing up? Oh, yeah. I I grew up watching Bill Nye, and I didn't get half of them at the time. And now looking back, there are so many, like, 90s song parodies that they do that are, like— almost weird owl worthy like they're they're fantastic oh really That's probably my yeah they're amazing it's one of my favorites um that and um phineas and ferb actually has really good music in it really okay yeah i'm surprised you didn't mention any like disney or pixar like 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 movie stuff oh if you're, if you're going with movies then hands down moana i, I moana yeah it's the greatest soundtrack to any musical movie that has come out in the past 10 years and i'm including frozen it blows it away. Yeah, I, I liked Frozen's music, but I think that Moana definitely kills it. It's amazing. Like, the Rock was so Miranda is just yeah ridiculously good. That's that's very true, and and The Rock was so good in that movie. Every everything about it was just so good. If you guys haven't seen that movie, take your kids. It's great. I love it. If you haven't seen that movie, what are you doing? I know you're <laughs> you're not parenting right, people. Where Come have on. You been? Yeah. Now, I want to take a second because, um, you know, if you guys listen to this show, you know that we're part of um, InCast Media Network. And um, Jamie has actually recently started up his own show. And I wanted to take a second to kind of walk people through what that is. I, I think that the listeners of this show, 
um, would certainly find it interesting, um, especially, you know, as, as we're parents, we find things to 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 kind of read to why. I don't know about you guys out there listening, but I, I personally look for things to read by the end of the day so that I can kind of wind down after the frustrations of putting my daughter to bed. Um, <laughs> now. Um, and that is basically what Jamie is making a podcast about here on InCast Media Network. So Jamie has a show called The Reading List. And Jamie, you want to walk us through what that is? Yeah, sure. So I I read a lot of books. I read more books than I thought I was going to be able to. I, I had a goal of wanting to read more, and that was really kind of what started it. So I've been setting myself reading goals on Goodreads, which is a, a site where you can track your books of what you've read and what you haven't and rate things. And um, I said uh, what I thought was a pretty ambitious goal this year of reading 20 books, which for someone who, like you said, only reads pretty much at night in bed to wind down after the day and when I'm in the bathroom. That's like the only time I ever read. <laughs> um, I figured 20 books would be a challenge. Uh, I just finished the 28th book Wow, uh, man. last night. And so we still got a few months to go. So I'm, I'm aiming for like 35, I think, is what I'm going to try to get in by the end of the year. So cool, so, man. What the podcast is, is I, I figured I'm reading this, this many books. I might as well share the knowledge I'm gaining from it. So for each book that I read, I kind of give a synopsis of what the book's about. Um, usually I'll give an opinion on the synopsis of whether it was or was not correct for the book. In most cases, I feel like whoever writes synopses doesn't really – like I feel like they haven't read the book half the time. Right. Like someone told them what the book was about, and then they wrote it. Um, so I kind of say, well, it's not really accurate because it's, it's more about this. And then I'll kind of give my opinion on what I thought of it. Um, give it a star rating and kind of say, yeah, this is good to read or don't bother or only read it if you like this sort of thing. So, uh, I'm four episodes in, uh, I'm going to be recording some more this week so that I can get them out. I'm planning on recording, um, a bunch at a time so that I can release every Tuesday. Very cool. Yeah. And, and if you guys ever want to listen to this show, like I said, it's um, it's part of our network that we have here. We're, we're building, you know, just a bunch of us that are friends here. We, I have this network that contains, you know, the, the Dad Chronicle and my other show, Geek 30 Happy Hour. And I was like, you know, I want to get some other friends in on this thing and 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 be able to provide extra content for you guys, the listeners. So go to IncastMediaNetwork.com to see um, Jamie's show as well as other shows that are on the network. We have a lot of fun. We, we put out a lot of fun content. So, um, and if, I can, if I can throw in a plug yeah. for another show on the network, I listened to, I checked out Something Strange just last night or yesterday while I was driving home, and I just about died laughing. Dude, they're funny, right? It, it was fantastic. <laughs> they had a whole, whole story about some guy who lost his cactus and put up flyers looking for his rescue cactus. <laughs> <laughs> I just about lost it. That show is all about it just strange news stories that that uh javi and cody who are the hosts of that show that they find and guys <laughs> i i okay so first of all it i i it's i have it with an explicit tag for a reason you know those guys curse and they talk about some risque things don't listen to it with the kids but it is really really funny i definitely recommend it yeah, I, I definitely got a good kick out of it. Yeah. So, um, again, you can check out all the content at IncastMediaNetwork.com. Um, and, you know, I think we'll go ahead and end the show here. Um, you know, I think it's been a really fun conversation kind of talking about um, music. But, you know, really before we, we conclude the show, Jamie, I want to kind of understand what 
you do, you know, you've talked about making uh, music available in, in multiple ways within your uh, within your home. Uh, how has that been really impactful and positive in your kids' lives? Well, I see it making a difference in that it's it's something that is enriching their experience every day because they they're listening to music, they're asking for music, they want to they want to participate. And the thing that I think is really great is now that they're getting older and they understand a little better, they want to do it together. And that's what was always so important to me growing up was not just that you know I could go in my room and play my guitar, but that we could all stand around together as a family and do something as a group. And that's something that I think is is starting to rub off, and it. it really kind of warms my heart seeing that that that's kind of taking hold that's so cool i can't wait to do that with aria like you know with all the singing and stuff that's special but you know with actually once she understands like what's going on that will be especially cool because i i mean just the the first bits of music that she's experiencing she's really taking to it like she she really enjoys when we sing and she hears certain songs her face kind of lights up and she smiles real big so i just i can't wait to see what it's like in like a year from now it's gonna be so cool just keep leaving it out there because i've like i always i've always thought that the most important thing is to keep them getting exposed to it and the more they are the more they'll get into it and just let whatever they have inside them come out good point Good point. We'll end it on there um, or on that note. Uh, so thank you again. Our our guest here is Jamie Sweetland. His show is The Reading List. You can find it on incastmedianetwork.com. Jamie, thanks again for being on the show, my man. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a lot of fun. All right, buddy. And, and by the way, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking this Southern Tier Cold Press Coffee Pumpkin Beer, and it's 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 okay. You're, I think you're drinking better beer than I am. I'm drinking Genesee beer. I'm drinking out of it a giant, out of a giant Oktoberfest Nats Stein thing. Don't you ever bad talk Genesee cream ale or Genesee beer? If it beer was Genesee or... cream ale, I would agree with you. Oh, okay. But this is so not, it is Genesee beer. This only qualifies as drinking beer. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, I like that stuff too, though. Um, but cheers, my man. Uh, we'll have to have more uh, conversations about music and beer and. And, uh, and, and kids here in the near future. Yeah, definitely, man. All right, man. Take Cheers. care. You too. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com.